For about a month now, my friends and I have been calling the new WWE World Heavyweight Championship the Triple C title. Triple C standing for the Cody Consolation Championship because of his loss to Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 39. Now, Raw has completely destroyed that idea that me and my friends had. We were going to print shirts. Can you believe that? We were going to print shirts. Brock Lesnar has probably yanked a million dollars out of my pocket after his uh, inclusion in the triple threat match on Monday Night Raw between The Miz, Cody Rhodes, and Finn Balor. Um, causing Cody to lose his inevitable chance at getting a shot at the World Heavyweight Championship and propelling Finn Balor into face Seth Rollins in the main event of Raw for a chance at going to Saudi and wrestling for the World Heavyweight Championship. Um, was not expecting that at all. Uh, when I saw somebody grab Cody's foot, I honestly thought it was Balor. I had no idea because they all they showed was a hand. And I had no idea where Finn was. Uh, all I saw was a hand grab Cody and yank him out of the ring with such force that it, it could only be one man. And it was the beast incarnate. He uh, proceeded to lay a beating for the ages on Cody Rhodes with some uh, stitches in his forehead and underneath his eye. Um, it looked pretty bad. Uh, so he beat the crap out of Cody. Um, Finn capitalized on the three crossroads that uh, were handed down to the Miz. Uh, climbed the top rope and coup de grace his way into the uh, semifinals. Um only to make it to the main event and lose to Seth Rollins, who will be going to Saudi at Night of Champions and will face the SmackDown superstar that uh, comes out on top on Friday night. So it's just a gigantic shock. Like I uh, was actually speechless. I stood there in front of my television with my hands at my sides and my mouth gaping wide open like I was catching flies. And I just stared at the TV and went, what the hell did I just watch? Am I disappointed? Nah, not really. I mean, I'm more disappointed in the fact that we lost out on a marketing idea that would have probably made me and my friends some cool millions. But uh, I digress. Um, so what more needs to be said about Cody. What, where does he go from here? Um, another match with Brock at night of champions. Are they going to put him in a cage? Are they going to put him in hell in a cell? Are they going to have a good old fashioned lumberjack? Like what, what do you do with these two? I mean, Cody beat him at backlash and, and I was completely shocked at that outcome. Um, I have no problem with Brock putting over guys. I think that's amazing of him. He is definitely one of the dudes that I honestly did not see mentoring anybody. Um, he just he just comes across as having that attitude on screen where you just you wonder if it carries on onto the on on road, right? You wonder if it's if it's like that when the cameras are off. And some people say that it is, and some people say that it isn't. But to to see Brock on such a big stage go down to Cody. Um, and nothing but props to Brock. Um, but Monday night, I was absolutely, it was, it took me right back to when he turned on Cody, when he came out for that tag team match against Roman and Solo, and he turned on Cody and gave him that beat down. That's kind of what it reminded me of. It kind of put me back in that space. And I was like, I was shocked. I just, I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what to do. I went upstairs and told Brooke, and I know she doesn't give a shit about this stuff, but she still, she was like, really? Like she almost feigned interest. It was, it was funny, but I, I just shocked, you know, like this really makes WWE, um, 
it really takes him in a different direction because I thought they were going to go with the Cody direction for this title. They were going to have him represent Raw. Uh, who better to represent Raw than the comeback kid himself? Um, yeah, like, wow. Um, Raw was absolutely awesome. Uh, the first time I've actually been able to say that in quite some time, actually. I'm not normally a touter of... Of WWE, I am not a huge fan of WWE because of certain things that go on um, behind the scenes. Uh, we all know what I'm talking about. It's the is Vincent creative or is he not? Is is Hunter really running things? Um, I just don't know. Uh, I'm not willing to give 100 of myself to WWE quite yet. I like to split my wrestling. Um, I like to give 33, 33, 33 to uh wwe aew and i even give impact a little bit of love because their show has just been getting so damn good lately um but yeah like raw was really really good i i was not disappointed at all um yeah it was amazing um Glad to see Mustafa Ali getting a couple victories in a row. One over Chad, one over Otis. I like that. Uh, Zoe Stark absolutely destroyed Nikki Cross. Um, a really good showing for Zoe coming up from the NXT brand. Um, it's nice to see a new face in the women's division. Uh, some of those faces are getting kind of stale for me, not going to lie. Um I can't talk about the women without talking about Rhea and her absolute destruction of Dana Brooke. Um, Dana, what are you doing? <laughs> you don't you don't call out Rhea. I'm a I'm a dude, and I wouldn't call out Rhea. Rhea would fuck me up. Um, Owens and Zayn had a little interesting, funny backstage moment with Imperium, Ludwig Kaiser, and Giovanni Vinci, and uh, led up to a match in which. The tag team champions looked really, really good. Um, really, really fine-tuning their uh, their craft, I'd say. I know they've worked together for years, but I mean, it, it just goes to show that no matter how long you stay apart from a tag team partner, once you get back into it, it is just... You, you can tell that they're just, they just... They love to work with one another, and they love to work with each other, and... Um, I think as far as tag team champions go, um, this this to me, I thought it was going to be nothing but transitional. Um, but I'd honestly like to see KO and SZ hold those belts for a little while longer. Some more Judgment Day action as Dominic Mysterio beat Xavier Woods uh, with a little cheat from Mami. She got the... Uh, yanking Dominic out of the way of Xavier Woods' wonderful Randy Macho Man Savage-like elbow drop. Um, he missed the elbow drop, and Dom got the pin. Uh, weak, weak way to end it, but, you know, Dominic's really racking up the Ws. It's nice to see. Um, yeah, the triple threat matches were, were both really, really good. Seth Shinsuke and Damian Priest was probably the better match of the two, honestly. Uh, if I'm talking about work rate, um, they work really, really well together. Um, the Finn Balor, Miz, Cody Rhodes match. I didn't understand why the Miz was in there. Uh, maybe it's just they needed a body. You know, they needed that sixth person. And why not, Mike? Uh, the Miz is fantastic in what he does. He makes him, he makes you just hate his guts. And that's what a heel is supposed to do. Um, that, so I, I do give lots of, lots of props to the Miz. Um, winning record or not the man is phenomenal um without a doubt a hall of famer in the future uh along with the other two men that were in that match as well finn balor is definitely a first ballot hall of famer the very first um the red belt i don't remember what it was i think it was universal the very first universal champion was finn balor uh he held it for a day and had to give it up due to injury um and cody i mean I can't say enough amazing things about Cody Rhodes and what he's done over the past six years of his career with the leaving WWE, with the 
the independence, the New Japan, the Ring of Honor, the Impact, the NWA, the every place that he touched, um, he just turned it into gold. And when him and the EVPs got together and decided to get Tony Khan to start AEW, again, another venture that he just, everything that guy, he's like Midas, everything he touches turns to gold. And then the return at WrestleMania last year, just the crowd like absolutely amazing so out of those six men the man who i thought you know my second pick really was seth rollins um seth has had quite a year uh ups and downs wise um and i think that uh he shows exactly who he is in the ring every time he's in there he he is a great in-ring performer. His promos are nonstop great. His ability to get the crowd to do everything that he wants them to do, even sing along to that stupid song of his, is just the guy's a the guy's a tactician, the guy's a genius, the man's an architect. He is the epitome of WWE superstar. And what what other great things can I say about Seth Rollins? So he is going to be your man going into Night of Champions. He is going to be facing God only knows who. We have no idea who it's going to be, but we have some ideas on who's going to be there. And we're going to talk about that when we come back. Friday, May 12th, we get into the second part of our double triple threat matches on SmackDown starting at 8 p.m. on Fox. Shameless plug. You're welcome, Fox. Edge, Rey Mysterio, and AJ Styles will battle in one contest, and Sheamus, Bobby Lashley, and Austin Theory will fight it out in the in the second contest. And I got to tell you, man, I don't understand some of these people that are in these places. Why is Austin Theory there? He Granted, he is the U.S. champion, but being a champion doesn't necessarily guarantee you a shot at a higher title, I believe. Um, being the U.S. champion doesn't make you the natural number one contender. I don't believe so. I think it places you somewhere down the line, under 10, above 5. Maybe six. Maybe that's why his inclusion is here. Edge, we all know that in August when WWE comes to Toronto, that that will probably be his last hurrah. So him being there just doesn't make any sense at all. Um, Ray, I love the guy, but again, I don't get it. Why Why are you there? I'm AJ, I get. Bobby Lashley, I get. Sheamus, I get. The other three, I don't really understand all that well. Like, I don't think it's why. Why isn't Solo in there? Right? Like, why? Why not Solo? Solo would be absolutely freaking amazing. In that, it, like, come on, how? Like, how? How could you not? put somebody like Solo Sokoa in there. You know, like, I mean, I, I just don't get it. I mean, you know, it'd be... Why, oh, God, if Biggie was around, he would be great. Um, Bray Wyatt would have been amazing to chuck in there. Cameron Grimes, even. I mean, I know he's just coming up from NXT, but the guy is a former North American champion. The guy has held titles. The guy knows what he is doing. So why not him? Like I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Start up. Why not Drew McIntyre? Why not Drew McIntyre? Why not Dominic? Why, like, why? Like, fuck. I know Dominic isn't on SmackDown anymore, but I mean, what the hell? I mean, if you're gonna throw, if you're gonna throw Austin Theory in there, why didn't you throw Gunther in there on the Raw side? Why? I would have rather seen Gunther than. The Miz, honestly. There's just so many other people 
that could have been in that place. Jay Uso. You could have stuck both Usos in there. You know, Karrion Cross. LA Knight. Like, come on. What is wrong with you people? But no, you want to throw in your stalwarts, and I get that. And I understand it. And it's it's gonna they're gonna be great matches no matter what. I'm just being the constant complainer that I always am when it comes to WWE. I don't understand why they do some of the things that they do. Am I gonna watch it? Yes. Am I gonna enjoy it? Probably. Am I gonna bitch about it? Most definitely. But hey, whatever. Also on SmackDown this week, the Tribal Chief makes his triumphant return to SmackDown. The show where him and his bloodline cronies have been drafted to as of a couple weeks ago. That should be good. Haven't heard from Roman in a while. Going to be good to hear his voice. Just speaking honestly. You know, um, uh, SmackDown is... Uh, I'm not sure what's going on with their championship right now. Um seeing as how Bianca gave up the Raw Championship, I do believe, unless they're just going to have him, you know, here, you take this one, you take that one, let's do the switcheroo, give me the blue one, you take the red one, and here we go. I'm, I'm not sure if that's what they're going to do with that or if they're going to do an, another sort of quasi-tournament for this and see what happens there. Um, yeah, I, I'm not sure. Uh, would... Okay, I'm I'm just spitballing here, and this is a long shot. And I know the guy's been on the losing streak of the decade. Like, I mean, he's getting close to Kurt Hawkins' numbers here. I'm talking about Baron Corbin. Why would you not include somebody like Baron Corbin in a match like that? As opposed to people that are retiring and people that should retire and people that have a title and should be happy with what they have at their age. Do I like Austin Theory? Not really. Not, not his persona, not his character. Do I like the individual? Absolutely. I think he's a great human being. Um, but his character just makes my skin crawl. He just, <laughs> it's, it's not as bad as the Viking Raiders. When the Viking Raiders come on TV, I have to change the channel. I'm sorry to Viking Raider fans across the world, but they just do nothing for me. Um, yeah, I, I, I I'm getting that close with Austin theory. I'm liking Bobby Lashley and the way he's going right now. I'm liking Seamus and the, the, the brawling brutes. I absolutely love that. AJ and the OC are back and that's great to see. I love me some gallows and Anderson. Those guys are great. Um, really dug them in new Japan, really dug what they did. Um, and really dig what they're doing. Whenever they show up on any wrestling television, you know it's going to be must-see because those guys are absolutely fantastic. It's good to see them back on SmackDown where they belong, as well as AJ, because that's where you come up with the saying, SmackDown is the house that AJ Styles built. doesn't get much better than that. I, I know AJ's getting up there. I know he's probably got a few years left in him. And it's going to be sad when he finally does retire because the man is a technical genius and he is a masterpiece to watch in the ring. Um, should he be in the ring maybe with Austin Theory and Ray as one match? I think so. And then you put Sheamus, Lashley, and Edge together. I think that would be a way better, way better matchups. Um, but what do I know? I'm just a podcaster and a grocery clerk. Um, so yeah, that's... That's uh, that's that's what I got to look forward to on SmackDown this weekend. I, I'm loving the triple threats. I'm loving hearing from Roman. I wonder if Roman's going to mention Cody and uh, the beatdown he got uh, at the hands of Brock and how he's not going to get his triple C championship. God, if he calls it that, I'm going to sue him. I swear to God. Um, coming up next, we're going to discuss AEW Dynamite that is happening this evening. I'm uh, going to go through the card. going to go through what I really do want to see and uh all the rest of the stuff too when we come back after this brief little noise that's probably gonna last about three and a half seconds and then you're gonna hear my annoying voice again all right be right back aew dynamite wednesday may 10th looking like a damn good card 
Um, not going to lie to you people. I have, I would pay money to see some of these matches on pay-per-view. Not, not a lie at all. Um, going to start with Anna JAS versus Julia Hart. Quite the little feud these ladies are bringing up. It's nice to see the young ladies of AEW front and center for once, uh, instead of seeing, you know, their usuals that we see every week, the Brits, the Soraya's, the Tony Storms. It's nice to see other people getting a shot on television that can, you know, showcase the talent that they have because Anna Jay and Julia Hart are two of the best up and coming female wrestlers in the industry. Uh, that's my firm belief. Um, and I am sure that they are going to put it on for you guys uh, tonight and it's going to be an absolutely fantastic match. Um, that'll probably lead into the AEW World Trios Championship match between the House of Black, Buddy Matthews, Brody King, and Malachi Black. Taking on the team of Bandito and the Best Friends, this is probably going to be another banger. Like, oh my God, man. Like, uh, Bandito and Best Friends, I uh, don't know if they've worked together before as a trio, but I think it's going to be absolutely fantastic. Trent and Chucky e. T are amazing tag team wrestlers and Bandito is probably one of the best high flyers I've ever seen in my life. Um, the guy does things on the ring ropes that are just, he has no business doing. And what more can I say about House of Black? Um, Malachi and the boys um, are absolutely destroying every trio that they come up against. And I don't think it's going to be any different here. I think they're going to walk away with the titles. Uh, but with a good competition, I think uh, Trent and Chuck and Bandito are going to give it everything that they got. And uh, I, I don't think they'll come out on top, but I think it's going to be an, an absolutely great match and House of Black will win. Um, next, AEW International Championship, Orange Cassidy, and Daniel Garcia. I, I, yeah, I, I like this. I like the, the contrast in styles. I think that they're going to put on an absolute burner. Um, what, what needs to be said about OC, the guy is absolutely great. Anybody that can wrestle with their hands in their pockets and do some of the things that he does gets my vote for uh, wrestler of the year, honestly. Daniel Garcia, another fantastic up-and-comer, member of the Jericho Appreciation Society. This young man has done things in wrestling that he has had no business doing. He has held titles. He has beaten some of the best. He has wrestled some of the best. And the matches that he had with Brian Danielson, uh, maybe a year ago or less than a year ago, some of the best matches I've seen on television. And I think this is going to be an absolutely great match. But I also think that Orange Cassidy is going to come out on top and retain and still your AEW international champion, Orange Cassidy. We also have Ring of Honor champion Claudio Castagnoli taking on Ray Phoenix. Wow. Um, this is going to be uh, interesting. Um, Claudio and Ray definitely cut from two separate cloths. Claudio is more of a mat wrestler, likes to use his power, likes to use his strength, his size, and his absolutely amazing agility for a guy his size. Ray Phoenix is a the epitome of the high flyer uh, with his brother, Penta El Zero Miedo. Uh, they are the Lucha Brothers, the Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions. And Ray is an amazing singles competitor in his own right. And it will be an absolute pleasure to watch this match transpire. Nobody technically in my mind is better than Claudio um, besides Brian. Uh, I don't think, I think Claudio is a definite number two. Uh, yeah, number two. I can't believe I said that. Holy shit. Um, yeah, he, he comes in a close second to Brian Danielson as far as technicians are concerned. Um, but this will be an absolutely great match. I don't know who's going to come out on top in this one. I can't even wager a guess, but if I had to, I'd probably go with Claudio, probably some outside interference from the rest of the BCC. Um, and I think it's going to set up a, uh, probably a trios match with, um, the Lucha brothers and maybe, uh, a Vikingo or maybe, uh, commander that would be outstanding against, um, Claudio 
Wheeler Yuta and Brian Danielson. That would be my guess. We're also going to hear from the AEW Tag Team Champions, my favorite tag team in the entire world, FTR, Cash, Wheeler, Dax, Hardwood. Damn, these guys are good. Um, can't say enough great things about this pair. Um, Dax is a huge spokesperson for mental health and stuff like that. And I think that's fantastic. Cash is in his own right, told some of his stories um, on podcasts and things like that. And um, these guys have come a long way since the revival um, since, you know, shaving their backs in the showers with the Usos laughing at them and stuff like that. Like, I know you got to do what you got to do to collect a paycheck, but what they're doing now is showcasing their talent and, and showing everybody why they are the greatest tag team in the world. Um, going to hear from them and, uh, I don't know who they're challenging next. I don't know who their next challengers are, but I absolutely cannot wait to see who it's going to be. We will also hear from Christian cage and why he thinks he deserves a shot at the TNT championship now held by Wardlow. Um, with new manager, Arn Anderson, Christian cage will of course be accompanied by Luchasaurus. Dude, take the fucking mask off. You look like a dipshit. Just be Austin Mendelson, man. Just be Austin Mendelson. Take the mask off. The character's fun, but come on, man. You would do a lot better without the mask, in my personal opinion. Um, I can't, as a, as a wrestling fan, I enjoy you, but I cannot take your character seriously when I know what's under the mask. And I think, personally, that you should ditch the gimmick and just be yourself. I think you'd get a lot further. Um, you're definitely learning from the right person in Christian Cage. The guy is a veteran. The guy is a Hall of Famer in my eyes. And I think that if you ditch the mask, Luchasaurus and Christian Cage will go a long way. That leads us into our main event for AEW Dynamite. Kenny Omega and John Moxley in a steel cage. It doesn't get much fucking destructive than that. Kenny Omega, probably the best in-ring performer of my life time. Um, you know, probably the, the guy is just a miracle worker in the ring. Um, I, I have since, since paying more attention to Kenny, since AEW started, I have seen things that I never thought I would see possible in a wrestling ring, but I have also seen things that I should not have seen happen like the fight with CM Punk and uh, the other stuff that happened. But I mean, Kenny Omega is an amazing in-ring performer and just a, a great wrestler. And he's facing the toughest son of a bitch since Stone Cold, in my opinion, John Moxley. What can you really say about John that nobody else has already said? The guy is savage. The guy is feral. The guy is quite possibly the most destructive force in a 240 pound body that wrestling has ever seen. I've, <laughs> I, I grew up with Abdullah, the butcher, bruiser Brody, uh, you know, the Sheik, and I'd say Mox is right up there with bleeders. As far as those guys are concerned, ain't nobody nowadays ble bleeding more than John Moxley for the, for the thing he loves the most. And that is pro wrestling. Um, this main event, is a pay-per-view caliber match. This main event should have been saved for a pay-per-view. I mean, Jesus. But this main event is coming to you all free on regular old TBS television. So get it while you can, if you know what I'm saying. Wow. Dynamite is looking good. Uh, AEW has really pulled it up. They've really come, come into their own. Um, competing with WWE and, uh, and, and bringing must-see wrestling, both shows, both Dynamite and Rampage. I know Rampage is only an hour, but what they feed you in an hour of television is absolutely fantastic. Um, if you knocked SmackDown down to an hour, there's no way possible they could do as much with an hour as what AEW does. So props out to Tony Khan and the, uh, the rest of the, uh, AEW locker room and everybody involved. You guys are the best competition that WWE has had since WCW in the nineties. And I am so happy that I'm alive 
and so happy that I am coherent and so happy that I don't have Alzheimer's so I can pay attention to this stuff. Could you imagine? I mean, I guess it wouldn't be all that bad. You know I mean? I'd meet new wrestlers every week, right? Oh, that was bad. That was bad. Anyways, uh, going to talk about some TNA. Going to talk about some impact. Going to talk about Trinity Fatu and her appearance for Impact Wrestling. When we come back. We're going to talk some Impact Wrestling now, something I don't normally talk about. But since they are coming to my backyard, quite literally on May 26th for Under Siege, they will be in London, Ontario, Canada, May 26th to 8 p.m. My God, I might actually, uh, I might actually go to this. Um, be good to see these dudes. Like, uh, Impact's been, they've been doing some shit. I'm not going to lie. Like, it's, it's, it's cool. Like, it's really cool. Like, let's first discuss Trinity, formerly known as Naomi in the WWE, making her Impact Wrestling debut just a few short days ago. Um, that was pretty fantastic. Deanna Parazzo come to the ring, Jordan Grace come to the ring, and they all had a little three-way beef. It was pretty cool. Um, nice to see Trinity get the, uh, you're going to get fired again, dig in on Deanna. It was, it was pretty good. Um, gotta say, gotta say, like seeing her back in the wrestling ring. Um, I was a little shocked it was with impact. Not going to lie there, but you go where you go, man. You go where you're more comfortable. And maybe she just wasn't ready for AEW and maybe impact being a smaller promotion, uh, caters to smaller arenas and smaller crowd sizes might be easier for her to transition back into after being off for a little over a year, you know, like, but all in all, I think it's a smart decision for her. I think it's a, a good, good decision for her. She, uh, will be in London on the 26th. She has an open contract for a match. Don't know who it's going to be against, but it's going to be against someone. Also on that card, the design, Alan Angels, Con, formerly Connor from the Ascension, and uh, good old Cody Deaner, one of my favorite, uh, favorite people in the world. Cody is absolutely fantastic. He's been doing some great stuff with the design, taking over for Eric Young as the leader. Uh, doing a fantastic job there. He will take on Sammy Cal. Uh, they will take on Sammy Callahan and two mystery partners. Not sure who. Not sure who they're going to be. I'm probably going to have to watch some Impact. Um, to to get an idea who the tag team partners might be, but whoever they are, it's probably going to be a banger of a match. All these guys like to get dirty. All these guys like to wrestle hard, and uh, can't wait to see that. Chris Saban still rocking it out in TNA or as everyone calls it now, I guess it's just impact wrestling. I'm still hooked on the TNA aspect, total nonstop action impact wrestling. He will take on Trey Miguel for the X division championship. I've only seen Mr. Miguel wrestle a few times. The guy is absolutely amazing. Um, he does some pretty cool high flying stuff. Chris Saban, what can I say about him and his tag team partner, Alex Shelley, the motor city machine guns, Nice to see them doing some single stuff. Um, going to get behind that, definitely. Uh, can't wait to see that match. Going to enjoy it. Um, number one contenders match. Uh, looks like a six-way. We got Moose. We got Eddie Edwards. We got Jonathan Gresham. We got, I uh, can't see the name. Uh, yeah, some Asian guy. Sorry, I cannot see the name there, guys. I will get into this yuya umira don't know who he is but i bet he's probably fantastic if he's in this six way alex shelley the aforementioned tag team partner of x division contender chris saban and frankie freaking kazarian oh my god i can't believe frankie's still rocking out in impact i absolutely love it um kazarian's one of my favorite impact originals uh the first place i ever saw frankie was when he was kaz and uh it was him and 
him and Daniels had some great matches. Him and AJ had some great matches. Him and Samoa Joe had some great matches. Jerry Lynn, like I could go on and on about some of the great things I've witnessed Frankie Kazarian do. Had the pleasure of seeing him live with the AEW last October. Um, we'll never forget it. Uh, he is a, one of my favorite in-ring guys. Absolutely amazing dude. Um, also in on the uh, Under Siege card, we have a women's tag team match. Jordan's last chance. Jordan Grace trying to get that title off. Deanna Perazzo, the virtuoso. This girl has come a long way since her NXT days. She is, um, <clears throat> to me, she kind of reminds me of uh, a little bit of Matt Cardona in a way, kind of went her own way after being let go by NXT. Um, fought her way back, joined Impact, be, made an immediate impact in becoming their champion, held the title for quite a long time, lost it to Mickey James. <clears throat> um mickey was doing her last rodeo unfortunately she got injured um had to give the title up because the the thing was what was the 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 little stipulation if she lost she would retire um as soon as she loses she's retiring um sad to see mickey james is a great wrestler um and has done amazing things for the women in, of wrestling and continues to do so and I'm sure she will continue to do so as a member of the Busted Open Nation. Uh, nice to hear her every Wednesday on Women of Wrestling. Uh, nice to hear her in there getting her digs in with the boys. Uh, absolutely enjoy uh, listening to Mickey and Thunder Rosa on the Busted Open podcast and the Busted Open radio on Sirius XM. Another shameless plug. You're welcome, Sirius. Um, so yeah, that woman's match is going to be something fantastic, I do imagine. I... I uh, I, I, I have a feeling Deanna's going to come out on top because Jordan is right into her bodybuilding stuff right now. So I, uh, I can see her stepping away from wrestling for a little while, um, and, uh, doing her thing, bodybuilding wise. Sorry, needed some cafe. Um, and the main event of this under siege impact wrestling card is Steve Macklin the new impact world champion became champion by defeating rich swan uh yeah um because josh alexander had to give up the title uh got injured pretty bad um so had to give it up i uh, had a very very long reign as champion josh alexander is another fantastic wrestler uh, but steve macklin taking on <laughs> oh my god this man i tell you I, I, this dude should be fucking dead. Um, PCO, <laughs> you crazy bastard, you. Um, but getting an Impact World Championship shot at his age, uh, still doing things in the ring at his age that he should not be doing. This guy is going to be in a fucking wheelchair in like the next 10 years, I guarantee it. And if he's not, I will paint myself purple and run naked downtown St. Thomas, Ontario, Canada. I'll, I'll fucking do it if this guy does not retire in the next 10 years, or if he's not fucking dead or in a wheelchair, PCO is to wrestling. What, uh, uh, Frankenstein is to universal monsters. The man is a, just a fucking mutant. I mean, I've never seen a guy his age put his body through the hell that he puts it through. Um, he's doing stuff that Mick Foley was doing 20 years ago. And, PCO was around 20 years ago doing that stuff. So this guy has destroyed his body for the craft. And uh, I think he is absolutely fantastic. Um, yeah. So, I mean, impact is, is what it is. It's, it's a smaller, more, uh, more intimate um, environment as far as fan and wrestler. Uh, I looked at the seats for the London, for where they're, they're, they're going to be in London. And it's at the Western fair district Agriplex, um, which is right next to the casino. I do believe, uh, at the Western fairgrounds. Um, <laughs> it's going to be, it's not a very big place. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you guys. Uh, it looks like there's barely if I go to the ticket screen and you go to get tickets, um, 
yeah it's not a very big venue it doesn't look like we got one two three four five six seven eight nine, 12 13 14, 15 16 17 18 19 20 24 times four is 96. so you're looking at about jesus i'd say maybe 750 to a thousand seats maybe if that so not a very big venue but a pretty awesome card for uh for london like i i'm absolutely amazed by this and and the day after they're having an under siege fallout on may 27th will be at the same place um and it looks like yeah tickets are the same price uh impact wrestling returns to london ontario for the first time in four years wow uh appearing on the may 26th and 27th shows include josh alexander mickey james santino morella trey miguel frankie kazarian bully ray brian myers heath rhino eddie edwards ace austin chris saban Alex Shelley, Rosemary, and Diana Parazzo, among others. I don't know if this post or this uh, press release was made before Josh got hurt. I'm not sure, but it would be nice to see him appear, seeing as how he is Canadian, and uh, it would be nice to see him show up in Canada. Um, also, I, I imagine some of the names that I mentioned before from the night before are going to be there as well. Um, let's have a look at the Impact roster. Digital media champion, Joe Hendry. World tag team champions, ABC. Like Rich Swan and somebody. Women's tag team champions, The Coven. Ace Austin. Oh, it's Rich Swan and Ace Austin. Okay. Black Taurus. Alan Angels, Brian Myers, Bully Ray. Chris Bay. Holy. Crazy Steve. He's fun. Diener. The Death Dolls are great. Dirty Dango. <laughs> Eddie Edwards, Kaz. Gail. Giselle Shaw. Heath. Jody Threat. Toronto's own Jody Threat. That's wonderful to see. Jessica. Joe Doring. Amazing. Johnny Swinger. Is that a fucking misprint? Uh, Johnny Swinger. Wow. Kenny King. Kushida, holy shit. Masha Slamovich, holy shit. Moose. Motor City Machine Guns. Nick Aldis is a member of Impact. Since since when? Rhino. That's awesome. Rich Swan. Sammy Callahan. Steve Macklin. Tasha Steeles. The design. Taylor Wilde. Tommy Dreamer. Hey. Well, well, you can't not love Tommy Dreamer. Like, come on. Trinity, Trey Miguel, Yuya Yumira, Yumira, oh fuck, I'm going to get it right one of these days, I I, I will, I, I promise you, I promise you, sir, I will get your name right, I swear to God, I am absolutely flabbergasted by the amount of people on this roster that are just ignored because of, because of how small impact is. Well, not small. It's a it's a huge company, but it's just wow, wow. Okay. Anyways, Impact Wrestling. Impact Wrestling. Huh. When uh, latest Impact. Latest episode of Impact. May 4th. So every Thursday, it looks like, guys. Every Thursday. Sorry, I'm so out of it on Impact Wrestling. I can't believe how I have not paid attention to this for so long. Um, I am definitely paying attention now. I am so amazed with their roster. Uh, wow. Not just because it's a lot, like some ex WWE people or, or anything like that. Like you got some great TNA OGs on this list. Like 
I don't know. I think people forget how great Chris Saban and Alex Shelley are. Like, I just, I don't get it. Like, wow. And Kazarian and originally, like, uh, uh, Rhino, Rhino. Forgot about Rhino. Like, Jesus. Impact Wrestling is something I'm definitely going to watch tomorrow. Um, and I'm definitely going to report on tomorrow as well. I'm a, I'm amazed and I am disgusted with myself for not paying attention. I am giving myself three slaps to the hand for being a bad wrestling fan. Um, yeah, so Impact Wrestling, I am watching you tomorrow night and I am probably, probably, probably going to damn well try to get into London on May 26th on Friday for that pay-per-view. I am going to freaking try. Coming up next, I give you my send-off, my what I think is going to happen this week. And we're just going to end the show with some happiness. All right, everybody, come on back. Talk soon. So when I'm wrong, I, I, I admit that I'm wrong. I, I will say this to you, that I, uh, I slept on impact, and that's my bad. Um, I am a... Uh, I'm a wrestling fan through and through. I do not just like WWE. I do not just like AEW. I like all wrestling and I have completely ignored impact over the course of the past maybe year. And for that, I am a horrible wrestling fan and I will never sleep on impact wrestling again, especially since Bully Ray's there. Like I fucking love Bully Ray. The guy is like the heel of heels. Nobody does it better. I don't give a shit nowadays anyway 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 that's how you heal as you be like bully ray and you just don't care <clears throat> tonight's dynamite brings amazing matches for everyone to enjoy um being spearheaded by that kenny omega john moxley match that i just cannot wait to see but wrestling fans, I'm going to be honest. Toronto Maple Leafs, Florida Panthers game four is tonight. I'm probably going to delay AEW because I am a hockey fan first. I've been a Leafs fan since I was four years old. It is an unfortunate burden to bear for most of us. 1967 rings in our ears and will probably be written on my fucking tombstone is my accidental year of birth as a joke by my friends. Uh, but I will be watching Dynamite later. Um, I'm going to record it on my good old trusty DVR and uh, watch it as soon as the game is over. Um, go Leafs, go. Uh, yeah. Um, once again, bad wrestling fan. Uh, sorry. Um as well uh can't wait for friday night cannot wait for the six man matches or the th two triple threat matches can't believe i said six men it's six men but they're in two separate matches can't wait for those matches can't wait to see the outcomes of that to see who gets in the ring with seth freaking rollins in saudi at night of champions the end of may um cannot wait for that uh it's been a good week for wrestling as far as I'm concerned for wrestling programming. Everything has started off fantastically. Um, it has been a good week for the WWE. Um, they've put the right person in place for an amazing match at Night of Champions. Seth Rollins. Um, still feel kind of bad for Cody. Um, getting the yank down, beat down, smack down ass kicking from the beast incarnate um i hope to see this feud end as quickly as it started uh be nice to see brock move on to the next thing be nice to see cody be the first challenger for the wwe heavyweight championship and i think that's how it's probably going to play out honestly i think that cody is going to be the first challenger i think that no matter who wins on SmackDown, I think Seth is going to be your inaugural WWF heavyweight champion. And I think that the feud that is going to follow between Seth and Cody 
is going to be fantastic. It's going to be a continuation from their their trilogy, um, which was absolutely great and culminated in that fantastic match of the year, 10-star fuck you Dave Meltzer match that just everybody loved it. So I can't wait for the, the feud that's going to happen once, in my opinion, your new inaugural WWE World Heavyweight Champion Seth Rollins will face Cody Rhodes as his first opponent. I can't see the SmackDown person. I can't see the person from SmackDown, sorry, out of those six people, with the exception of AJ, maybe, beating Seth. I can't see Lashley doing it. I I just, I can't. I can't see Edge doing it. I can't see Ray doing it. Can't see Sheamus doing it. Sure, Austin Theory has done it before, but I don't think lightning strikes twice, three times, four times. I don't think that he... I think he should just carry on with this U.S. title reign and wait in line. Um, yeah, so I cannot wait to see what happens on SmackDown. I cannot wait to see what happens on Impact. I can't wait to see what happens on AEW Dynamite. The rest of my week is so full of wrestling and I cannot freaking wait. Um, so I guess I'm going to say bye to everybody for now. I hope everybody has enjoyed this pod. I hope you've enjoyed listening to me rant, rave, and bitch and complain about the state of the wrestling world as we know it today. Even though I really didn't bitch or moan, I actually had a pretty good non-bitching podcast today. It was great. Um, so we're going to come back at you probably on Sunday with proper reviews and Um, I think that's where I'm going to start doing things from now on is on Sundays. I'm going to enjoy the week of wrestling from Monday to Saturday. And then on Sunday, I'm going to do one big review show. And if something catches my eye halfway through the week, I might drop a little bonus episode here or there, but I'm not quite sure how I'm going to do this yet. Still learning, still trying to get everything under control. So I hope everybody has a fantastic week. I hope everybody has a great great day and i hope you uh i don't know i hope you just have a great day all right everybody take care bye for now